I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're joined on Restore the Floor by the general manager of the Detroit Pistons. He is Troy Weaver and... uh, Let's get right into the uh, the fire, so to speak. Uh, trade deadline come and gone. You obviously know it's been said, what's been written. Not the most popular uh, deal around what, what happened the last few days. Can you take us through it and explain some of the, uh, the the moves that you made and why they were made? Yeah, we we made the moves to uh, fortify and improve our roster. Um, we want to continue to build into our identity, um, improve our defense, get some younger veterans in here uh, without losing um, the shooting uh, because the shooting went out of the door and wanted to make sure we uh, brought shooting back. But um, excited about what, what's happened and uh, these guys, uh, they were adding to the mix of our young core. Now, how would you say your vision has changed from your first draft where you had Killian Hayes and Sadiq Bey and Isaiah Stewart to now? Or has your vision not changed, but maybe those players didn't fit your current vision? Um, No, the vision hasn't changed. We still want to build a selfish team, defense-centric, that plays the right way, um, and has the identity of, Detroit Piston basketball. So, no, it hasn't changed. And I wouldn't say that um, those players in particular, um, they they had the identity. I, I, I said earlier, um, you know, Killian's uh, demise was a shooting. He, he just couldn't get his shooting to a place where um, it would really help him and help the team. And uh, when you're a guard, you have to be able to shoot the ball. I mean, defend it pretty well. He was a good playmaker, but uh, at the end of the day, guards have to make shots. Um, Sadiq Bay, um, we love him. Uh, he fit the identity of the team as well, but we, we decided to move him on. Stewart is still here. So uh, then this year we drafted Saar Thompson and Sasser, who, who are defensive minded as well, so no. Um, our mindset hasn't changed um, coming in the door to where it is now. So when I watch Detroit Pistons basketball, um, the identity to the team that you're trying to put forward is tough on defense and being able to shoot. Is that correct? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Because defensively the last few years we're not seeing it. Is that is that basically because of the youth of this team or the, the message is not being uh, – gotten by these players yeah the youth of the team and injuries and trying to get our feet on we, we were just these last few years we were just trying to build the core and, and get out um feet on this and, and get the right guys in here so um now that we we have a young core that we're excited about we um we definitely um 
are going to be more focused on, on getting our defense right. The moves this week, particularly, you know, Burks and, and Bogdanovich le- leaving here, um, would it be fair to say, because, you know, people always talk about, you know, they could have got this, they could have got that. Could you have gotten more for Bogey at the deadline last year? And if so, why wasn't that made? Is that just poor judgment and hindsight on your part? Or how would you answer that? No, I mean, last year uh, we had a young group. Um, and I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If we were to let him or Burks go, going into the offseason, heading to the new season, you would say, what does this team need? They need some veterans. And that's why we kept Bogdanovich and Burks um, to have a veteran presence around the team. Bogdanovich missed the first 20 games. So that hurt as we added Morris uh, this summer in trade. Uh, he didn't play the first 40 games. So uh, the veteran presence just didn't help us uh, in that regard. So, yeah, I mean, hindsight, you can look back and question that. But it's, uh, it's what we did, and um, I-, I wouldn't change that. Now, coming into the season, the two big off-season acquisitions were Joe Harris and Monte Morris, and now the team has moved on from those types of players, and it opens up roster spots and more playing time. For a guy like Marcus Sasser that I, that I look at in the beginning of the year, we watched a few of his games, and you're like, oh, wow, that is a steal in, the, in where they got him. He's putting up numbers. Now he had a little bit of a lull there through the middle of your season thus far, and now over the last four or five games he's had that resurgence again to what I saw earlier in the year. Can can you just speak to on him what happened in that lull? Is it just a rookie wall that he hit? Yeah, I mean, getting the group back, rookie wall, learning the system, um, playing time like he he's figuring it out and um he's grown with the group um the coaches are coaching him up uh Monty believes in him so I mean just typical uh rookie season ups and downs but um we're excited about um him these last 30 games and and we've seen it like he said the last four or five what, what what is the vision of of this team through through your eyes? Because it's been you've had four drafts. This is year four. Obviously, there are some injury concerns. Things happen to different players, but the team, especially record wise, is no better than it was when, when you took over. And that's you know everything in this business is, is wins and losses. What do you say to the critics? Say what well, this team is no better than it was before you got here. Yeah, but we we don't have this. We didn't have this young talent when I took over. And, um, you know, through the drafts, um, trade and free agency, we've been able to fortify um, our young core. Um, and now we had that in place. And uh, Coach Williams is at the helm. And uh division team is, is, is to have a selfless team that defends, that can shoot, um, tough-minded, um, big, strong, and athletic. 
in, in in retrospect, I know we we actually disagreed, and we we've talked about that. It seemed to us, who don't leave me, I don't know that much, but they had too many big guys on the team, and the roster seemed like a big mishmash. In once again hindsight, did you uh, spend too much? Uh, I don't know, capital, whatever, on you know Bagley, Wiseman, even going back to Okafor and some of those guys. No, uh, I mean, like I said, you you want to make sure that um, you can take care of the the rebounding issue. Uh, there's nothing wrong with having big guys. You, you know, you, you need big skill guys. And if you put two of them on the floor, you need to make sure one of them can uh, shoot the ball. Um, and Stewart has proven to do that. Um, now we got Muscala uh, who can do that. But, uh, no, I mean, all of these big guys you, you named uh, didn't, call, didn't come at a big cost. Um, we drafted Dern. We drafted Stewart. Um, the other guys were we traded for, but uh, they haven't really impinged on what we're trying to do with the group. Now, other than like the obvious of having the honor and the privilege of playing in the NBA every night, what is the message to the young guys that are on your team that really haven't had that taste of success to keep them hungry? Other than you know the the salaries and the like, I said the privilege of playing in the NBA and playing against the world's best players. But how do you keep these young guys hungry and motivated to to buy into the message every day that you guys are gonna right the wrong, so to say? Well, that's part of getting the right guys in here. And I've said that from day one. Um, when you're coming through um, a storm or a rebuild, and you call it a restoring, you got to have the right guys and the right character. And, and our guys are, are, are 10 toes in, and they continue to grow and fight and improve every day. So a big part of that is getting the right people in. And uh, we absolutely feel like we got the right guys in here Uh and they're fighting through it, and uh, we've seen evidence uh, of that here in the last four or five games. Do you think you're the right guy to complete the restoration that you you know, you know, talked about when you got here four years ago? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I wouldn't sign up for it if I didn't. My confidence is, is, is stronger uh, than it ever has been. Uh, I've been in these situations. I've been a part of a lot of winning. I've been a part of a lot of rebuilding. Uh, I know what it looks like. I know what it smells like. I know what it tastes like. Uh, that's why I'm here um, and excited about this challenge. And uh, we absolutely will restore the Pistons. Now, one of the criticisms I've heard about this organization is, well, there's there's Troy, there's Arn, there's this guy, there's too many chefs in the kitchen. Is that valid? Is every if personnel decision is that made by you, or is do you have the answer to Arn? What how's that break down when, when it comes? You know, especially from the the owner. No, I'm the general manager. I'm, I, it's on me. Uh, I'm, we have a we work with ownership, and we have a group um, that we lean on, and we bet out everything. But it ultimately falls on me. I'm the general manager. Now, in professional sports, I understand at the beginning of the year you set a goal. Now, I'm going to guess that goal has shifted based on how the season has gone. But what is the goal for the remainder of the season? What is the plan going forward to the offseason? I understand that you guys are in a great financial situation, but 
to get the upper echelon free agents, I would assume that those players want to go to a winning franchise, like right then and there, instant gratification. But what is the goal for you guys and then going forward? The goal is to continue to grow this young core, these last 30 games, and continue to build our habits um, and continue to um, build a great brand of Piston basketball. Um, so we're excited about that challenge that's ahead of us. Uh, we're excited about the new guys that, that we've added to the group. So, no, that, that hasn't changed. Um, um, us growing and playing a, a brand of basketball that uh, the fan base can be proud of. Um, free agency is free agency. That's just another part to improve the team. We absolutely have great books and a lot of space, and we're confident that uh, – We'll make the most of that situation uh, when it arrives this summer. How, but, uh, go ahead. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm confident in us being able to to fortify the group uh, at that next marker being free agency. How careful do you have to be with all that space? I mean, I know you know the history here, but even before you got here, everybody thinks of Ben Gordon and Charlie V. You know, he had money, spent it poorly, whatever. Uh, and this free agent crop is not great. Is it something you spend money on making a, a trade, or is it going to be free agency? Uh, we'll look at everything. So, um, like I said, we're turning over every rock to improve the roster. So whether it's free agency trade, uh, draft, wherever, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll make uh, uh, wise decisions when it comes to how we uh, use our cap space. Now, you spoke earlier about wanting to maintain that veteran presence with Bogdanovich and Burks. Now, with those guys gone, you brought in some younger talent as well, but what kind of veteran leadership will you guys lean on within the locker room going forward? I mean, we still have Muscala here. Okay. Um, Simone is, is a young NBA player, but he's, he's a veteran. He's 28 years old. So, I mean, we've got some young, some young vets in the locker room, Shake Milton, a lot of guys we brought in um, are, you know, 26, 27, um, are younger, but they've got a lot of experience in the NBA. So um, we'll continue to um, lean on some of those guys, but our younger guys uh, that have been here, uh, it's a chance for them to, to step into who they are and grow their leadership as well. Final couple of things. I mean, you understand the fans' frustration. We haven't won a playoff game in over over a, a, a decade. Things don't look good. People are questioning you. People are questioning the ownership. How invested is he? Can you relate to what we're going through as fans? Because, you know, it, it it doesn't look real good right now. Yeah, I can relate to um, the fans' disappointment, but I, I that's because they have high expectations, and we don't want that to change. Uh, we want them to continue to support us and have the, those expectations. And uh, it's our jobs to, 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 to come out and perform and put a product out there that they can be proud of. Uh, ownership has been tremendous, um, supporting us and making sure we have everything. But more importantly, pushing us to, to continue to um, improve at, at every turn. Does, does, uh, does, does Tom hurt like the fans hurt? Absolutely. We all hurt. Um, I mean, with Detroit Pistons, the proud story franchise, of course we hurt. I mean, he hurts more than anyone. Um, uh, he's the leader of it. Uh, it trickles down. 
um, to the rest of us, but absolutely uh, he hurts and uh, he's been 10 toes in and, and leading us and guiding us. And, uh, but I would say, I, I would disagree with one point, son, like the future is bright here. Uh, we got some really good young players, this young core, uh, you watched us the last four or five games. We getting these guys back healthy and on the floor. Uh, it's exciting times coming ahead of us. So it, we're not in dire needs or straits like we we got uh, a bunch of uh, older guys or a bunch of young guys that aren't on their way. We 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 got a good exciting young core that um, that's really going to uh, take take shape and, and, and restore the pistol. Well, it's weird because, like, well, not weird, but the last month I've even said on the air, even though they've been losing most of the games, you have been entertaining and competitive, uh, and that that that's absolutely shown. I, I do want to f- finish with one thing. Um, we lost uh, Earl Curtin uh, a few last week, and I've known him for God knows how long, and it's just – can you talk about what he meant to this, this organization? Yeah, Earl was a killer here. He 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 was someone you could count on every day. Um, in my tenure here, he's always been there for me. Uh, he's always been there for the community. Uh, he's there for everybody. That that was who Earl was. He always had a big smile and was always willing to help and do anything he could to um, help this franchise and his community. And uh, it's a sad day when you lose. Uh, a great man like that, uh, and our, our hearts go out to his family and to our community and Troy. all the Pistons franchises. Looking forward to celebrating him this weekend. Troy, thanks as always. Thanks for uh, not running and uh, a- answering the the, the the tough questions because uh, you, you know how it is around here. It's uh, it's not easy uh, when when the team. And who knows? Maybe someday we can. Have like what the Lions have gone through right now. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, Troy. Appreciate it.